0: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen,
1: once again, the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations, and I want to welcome you to our program today. Now, today we're continuing from where I left off yesterday, where I started with different speakers from the Parliament of Israel, the Knesset, as I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. and May 2 through May 5, 234, 2023, Three days I was meeting with world leaders. May 5, I flew out. But May the 2nd, all day, I was in the Knesset. That's the Parliament of Israel, Jerusalem. If you missed our program yesterday, please go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, and you can listen to those speakers. This is an important meeting. I go every year, as you know. Israel is going to be and is the focus point of the world, and it has been, it will be, until Jesus returns. The epic center, Jerusalem, Israel. So I'm working with different leaders, again, for world peace, for peace in the Middle East. My television program covers the truth, not the lies from CNN, MSNBC, and others, ABC. Instead, it covers the truth, and that's why they love this warning program. Again, there were five speakers yesterday. They're going to have four different ones today with Josh Reinstein, the director of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus, continuing as Master of Ceremonies. As I mentioned yesterday, I was in the Knesset interviewing different members of the parliament, talking with world leaders, all in hopes again of bringing them under the authority of Jesus Christ having world peace as this world is rushing toward armageddon they're trying to create a new world order and i'll tell you a lot of trouble is ahead of us remember we do need your help to continue to sound the alarm i need your support both with your prayers and your finances to keep this warning program going to shout the alarm the world will know that jesus christ is returning we need to sound the alarm on current events as far as what's happening to take away our freedoms. We need to sound the alarm as they're trying to implement the mark of the beast. Ladies and gentlemen, time is racing on. Put your finances where it can do some good. Help us stay on your local station. Look at my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. My phone number, 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248. Once again, worldministries.org. You can support us that way. You can join our free monthly pastoral articles. You get two a month. You can see what we're doing. All of our radio and television programs Monday through Sunday are there. If you don't get us on another type of station in your area. Also, worldministries.org. Click on Eagle Saving Nations. We've got to have another great awakening or America's going to topple. Judgment is coming. We've got to stop this insanity. Join Eagle Saving Nations. So we get into the stadiums and have Pentecost come down upon the church once again. So instead of people being afraid, intimidated, keeping their mouths shut, they go forth with power and authority. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We've got to have another great awakening. Once again, this program filmed in the Knesset, Israel, by my own television crew. May God richly bless you. Now, you can enjoy the program.
2: We're really honored to have with us a member of Knesset who's one of our newest members. Uh, he's someone who was uh, known in the media before he joined the Knesset as the editor-in-chief of uh, Israel Today uh, newspaper. Um, he's someone who's been a real champion for Jerusalem, and as a member of the caucus, he's been really pushing uh, states and countries to move their embassies to Jerusalem. Please give a warm welcome from the Likud party to a member of Knesset, Boaz
3: Maybe new in the Knesset, but it's not the youngest one in the Knesset, unfortunately. (laughs) I read in a paper that I joined politics in a very late, late age, which is not very comfortable. Anyway, (laughs) it's a great honor to be part of this caucus. And I must say that for me, it's almost natural. You know, I belong to certain friendship, parliament friendship, but this one is like natural, and why? I remember, I mean, between 2004 and 2008, I had the privilege of being the representative of my country in the uh, Islamic Republic of Mauritania for four years, which is an Arabic country, a Muslim country. And in that state, I mean, like, 100% of the population is uh, Jewish, except a tiny wee bit of uh, Israeli diplomats. I was one of the very small embassy and a very tiny, small Christian community. And I would say that it was one of my greatest honor when the Christian community used to come and see the Israeli ambassador in order to ask me. And I had this privilege from time to time. I mean, the, the uh, church was closed. There was a reason of that. The old president, they have President Taya at the time. From time to time, I mean, he closed the church, and he used to come to the Israeli ambassador in order to speak to the president in order to open the church for them. So they used to come and see the Jewish represent the Jewish state representative to open the church in this uh, country in Africa, and I did it. And I did it in a very, very lovely way. And the second time, I mean, I was very, I saw much, I mean, we are together, we are almost, we are the same. And this notion of Jewish, uh, uh, Judeo-Christianity notion from the 19th century, as you know, is almost natural, and it's not almost natural. Uh, It was one day when a Spanish diplomat was killed in a car accident, and I came, I was invited to the ceremony, of course, in the church, And they spoke about me all the time, they spoke about the the, the Israelites, the Hebrews, which again, I mean, showed you how much it's, uh, we're the same. And then, when I have, you know, I'm not very keen, but from time to time she does come and visit me, and uh, what can I do? I'm very, and I greet her in the most beautiful way, uh, also because of her religion, because I respect her, and this is my mother-in-law she is Catholic, what can I do? And she comes to see And <laughs> every time I bring her to Nazareth, because in Nazareth I can, we can together go and see the church, where, uh, the synagogue, I'm sorry, you see, the same mistake you made, I did the same. <laughs> we went to bed. we go to visit the synagogue where Jesus was praying. And then you see how much ridiculous it is, I mean, this anti Semitism, when it comes from our friends, our brothers, the Christians. And I take you, when I was a kid, for example, my parents had this amazing idea. Uh, I am a grandson of a rabbi, my grandfather, a very conservative family. My mother is religious. Yet my parents were clever enough to send me, first of all, to a a Catholic school, French Catholic school, Collège des Frères, and then to a Protestant school, Tabitha School, in Jaffa, both schools, in order for me to be acquainted with other religions and to understand them in how much we are the same, how much we are one. And I remember when I was a kid in school, in the British school, Tabitha school, we studied of course, I mean, William Shakespeare and the Merchant of Venice, which you all probably read and know. And act three in the Merchant of the Venice, Shylock, this uh, merchant, this Jewish merchant, when he has this amazing speech where he says, I mean, if you prick me, won't I bleed. Which is exactly that, I mean, we are the same. And I'm very grateful to do it to, to you and to belong to this caucus. And when I was a journalist before, an editor-in-chief of my paper, and I used to cover the American elections ever since 2008, Obama if you remember, and then of course with President Trump, which I uh, know personally, and I can say even that we're friends, I remember that, I mean, I saw I mean, this importance of your community and your support, how much it is important and how much we are grateful every day, and when it concerns me, every hour to what you do. So again, as I said before, this is almost natural. Natural for me uh, to be part of this caucus. I mean, we are. Uh, uh, how would I say? I am someone. Maybe I don't have a keeper on my head, but if, if there is one thing that guides me, of course, is the Lord. I mean, God. I mean, I am. I don't uh, hide it. I'm a very. Uh, uh, yes, I can say it in a certain way. On one way, you can be very liberal, yet you can be very, when it comes to religion, very conservative. I uh, uh, ask when I join the Knesset. I pray God to. to, to to guide me in my journey. In the schools I was in Tabita and in the in, in, in Collège des Frères, I saw my fellow Christians being uh, admirative towards uh, God. We do exactly the same. And with the uh, help of God, I mean, this corpus will continue to be very successful. And you hopefully will continue to be our friends because the same way that you uh, need the land that we represent, we need your support and friendship. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you so much, uh, Member of Knesset Bismuth. You mentioned that you are a new Knesset but you're not one of the youngest Knesset members, so we brought one of the youngest Knesset members here today. In order uh, to react. <laughs> it made me feel younger. <laughs> a lot of you know him uh, from his time in in Jerusalem, uh, Danny Luz from the Likud party has become a powerhouse internationally for speaking up for Israel, launched a number of initiatives as one of the newest members of our caucus. Uh, to reach out to communities around the world, to talk to them about specific issues, including Jerusalem, Iran, BDS, and so we're very excited to have them. Please give a
3: warm welcome to Member it, of Parliament but, but before he speaks, because you mentioned my age, still my name is Bismuth and not Bismarck. <laughs> <laughs> Please give a warm welcome.
4: Hi everyone. I'll start by. Uh, saying also uh, congratulations to uh, Sharon and to Yuli for opening this caucus Uh, Yuli, I told you once before that I'm jealous of you, of the caucus that you're leading, so I'm jealous for this one also. You took the best caucuses in the Knesset, <laughs> <laughs> and you're leading them. It <laughs> takes only 30 <laughs> years. <laughs> you can't me back. Right, he, he, he told me that maybe in 30 years I'll, I'll get to these caucuses also, uh, <laughs> But really, you took the best caucuses, the most important caucuses. I'm here today, first of all, uh, to say uh, thank you. Uh, to say thank you to all of the Christian supporters of Israel. Uh, that have been supporting uh, Israel throughout the years from our very establishment uh, and recently we definitely feel that in the past decades uh, that uh, support just increased and became more not only stronger but even more powerful and efficient uh, and uh, we see that in the Christian communities all around the world we have real friends uh, friends that their support really helps Israel helps us become more accepted in the uh, families uh, of nations, and the family of nations, which is something that should be obvious, but thanks to you, it's becoming more and more obvious, Uh, and so I came here first and foremost to say thank you. I think that this support that you provide to Israel is not just because uh, we're a nice country, young country, and people like young people, right? I like young people. <laughs> Boaz, you like young people, right? You, you may proceed.
2: <laughs>
4: it's not just because we're an energetic country. It's not just because of the high-tech sector, which is absolutely incredible, and innovation and everything. It's also because of values. Uh, the common values that uh, bind us. Uh, the world right now uh, can see that Western values uh, are under attack. And when we're talking about Western values, at the end of the day, we're talking about Judeo-Christian values. And that's why we're talking uh, that, that, that's the link that I'm talking about, when we're talking about this strong bond that we have. Judeo-Christian values, they're called that way because of this strong bond uh, between the Jude- Jewish values and also the Christian values. And these, this bond, I think, is at the source, really, of this incredible support uh, that we see all around the world, from Christian communities to Israel. Uh, and we've seen that they, they're under attack. They're under attack not only internationally, uh, with many threats uh, to the Western world. We know obviously of Iran, which I think is the main threat uh, to the Western world today, to our values. Uh, this uh, regime, with the, which is a tyrannical, which. Uh, abuses its own citizens and wants to also abuse the citizens of the world and that we need to stand up against and we see you as friends in this fight we're in the front lines but at the end Iran wants to not only destroy our way of life but your way of life also and we definitely see uh, you as our friends there but they're also under attack within our own uh, communities uh, within the Western world as values that aren't necessarily always uh, in consensus nowadays and so we definitely uh, see fringe groups that have become more and more anti-Israel uh, that are not necessarily uh, groups that abide by these values that we are uh, that, that connect between us and so again I came here mainly to say thank you, I will say thanks specifically to Josh who this isn't the first time that he's uh, uh, launching a caucus uh, but it's definitely his uh, initiative together with uh, Ben Elon Zichonon Ibracha uh, which we should definitely mention. Uh, but Kol Havod, its really an, an initiative that started small and that has become more and more and more and more larger and larger and larger. And now it's something which is incredibly important to the State of Israel. And so, thanks for all your work, uh, and thank you for your support. And I hope we'll be working together a lot.
2: Thank you, Member of Knesset Danilov, for uh, those incredible, inspirational words. Uh, One of the things that uh, we promote in the Connets Christian Allies Caucus is the undivided, united capital of Israel, Jerusalem. And so what we've done through our caucus is we hold Jerusalem Day events all over the world. So we'll be holding in the next four weeks Jerusalem Day celebrations in the uh, Congress in Guatemala, in the Canadian Parliament, and in Prague uh, in Europe. Uh, But our largest celebration will be in Washington, D.C. with the Congressional Israel Allies Caucus, uh, and this year we've actually partnered with the Christian Embassy of Jerusalem uh, who's a global partner of ours and they'll be doing also at the same time a 300 person pastors conference uh, so we'll combining it all together so we'll have dozens of congressmen pastors rabbis together to celebrate Jerusalem in uh, Capitol Hill uh, and to be able to do this in governments around the world would be impossible without Christian support and the Christian supporters who, who are together uh, I'd like to call up to say a few words as one of the, the Closest partners we have in the Christian world, uh, the Executive Director of Christian Embassy, Dr. Jürgen Bieler.
5: Dear members of Knesset, Mr. Julie Elstein, Ms. Sharon Heskiel, and uh, Mr. Luz, and Mr. Sugar, so- 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 I hope I pronounced your names correctly, Mr. Pass. And uh, Mr. Bismuth, you actually look very young, I must say. So. <laughs> it's a great joy to be here, dear Christian and Jewish friends from around the world. Um, this is a very significant year where we are establishing again this Christian Allies Caucus. Israel just celebrated its 75th anniversary. And this is quite a significant number. If you read the story of Abraham, who was the first Jew, so to speak, he was 75 years old when he entered into the land of Israel. In a way, this man had to wait 75 years until he entered into his destiny. So I, can, I think I can say with surety uh, to all the members of Knesset, you are far below that, so there are still <laughs> great things wait, waiting for you. And I read this week something very interesting. Uh, this very calling of Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, where uh, God told him, Lech lecha. Uh, get yourself out of the place where you are, and uh, move to this okay. land. It's actually the very first time in human history where the whole concept of a nation state is being mentioned. People say, well, nation state, it comes from Greece, or you have to go to Plato, and to Socrates and to all those people. But here in Genesis chapter 12, God says, I take you out from your country, and I make a great nation out of you. It's the first time that God spoke, 2,000 years before Christ, a thousand, more than 1,000 years before the Greek philosophers, where he spoke about a nation state. And not only that, he gives the very purpose of that nation state. He says, you are going to be blessed. What does that mean? Things will work out very well for you. And if you look at this nation here today, I think that's just happening here. You know that you have yes. more, nation, more entries at, from NASDAQ than in the entire European Union together. From Israel, that's, that's bizarre, that's amazing. It's a nation of the unicorn states, the nation that excels and exceeds every other nation in the world regarding scientific research, research paper, publishing of books, etc things just work out for this nation. Why? Because God is blessing you people. Amen. And that's why we as Christians, we are so privileged to partner with you. Secondly, he says, I will make your name great. That means I will bless you and I will give you a name that people respect. And I remember I moved here with my family and with my wife. We now have a family with two boys serving now in the army. I'm not sure if you know church, we had our second boy just drafted in a few weeks ago. and. Um, Israel was maybe not the most prominent name around the world. It was a controversial state, and today I have to say, you know, maybe latest since COVID, I think even before, people look to Israel, and they say something is happening in this nation. Things work out here. They know how to deal with COVID. They know how to deal with that situation. People ask people, a uh, gentleman like uh, General Avivi, can you please help to solve our security problems in our nation? They invite Israeli researchers and they find out well it's a great nation, it's an amazing place. And then thirdly it says, and I will make you a blessing for others. And I believe that's the ultimate purpose of a nation state, and I believe your nation is doing so an amazing job in doing that. I just returned from Fiji, I was there with dear Miss Finne Dakota. I'm very glad, I think we announced it already here at this place, that Fiji wants to open an embassy here in Jerusalem. We are working now together with other nations. We are working together with other island states to even come with a couple of them to Jerusalem. And they do it, of course, because they want to bless Israel and recognize God's purposes for that nation, but they do it also. And that's why I heard from the president, from government leaders, the deputy prime minister, they say we feel that Israel has the answer for a lot of our problems. It's becoming a blessing for the whole world. And I want to congratulate you for the amazing state that you have built here in 75 years, and for us to be here as Christian embassy and as Christian leaders from around the world, to partner with you, not only to bless you, but also to see God's hand upon you, it's just an amazing thing for us and the greatest privilege for us. So, Thank you so much for having this caucus as a hub where Christians from around the world can connect with the state of Israel and God bless you and God. The same.
2: Thank you, Dr. Bueller. Uh, it's really amazing to see how Christians are rallying their governments to move their embassies to Jerusalem. He uh, mentioned uh, Fiji now. Uh, which is the latest one to announce, but we have Liberia, Malawi, Papua New Guinea. There's going to be two more in Europe in the next three months that are going to announce, and all of these were because of Christian communities getting involved with the political process. This is, these are all examples of faith-based diplomacy, and so it's really exciting to see that when Christians get mobilized within their own countries, we get to see real results. So thank you for all the work you're doing and for going to Fiji, uh, and. Uh, I know that uh, he'll be bringing maybe the president of Fiji, I believe, in October to, to put the cornerstone down, so we're very excited for that event as well. One of the things that we're very proud of uh, is in, in Israel is that, unlike any other country around Israel, our Christian population grows every year instead of decreases. Uh, Christians in Israel have the same rights, the same freedoms of every other community. And one of the things that we took on ourselves early on Uh, with a former member of the caucus, and at the time Minister of Interior, uh, Gidon Saar, was we decided to take the Christian population and give them their own identity as Aramaic Christians. This was an initiative that we pushed because until then, the Muslim community was in charge of all Christian uh, education and communities. And one of the leaders who have been really with us from the beginning, who has uh, really risked his life to stand with Israel to speak the truth, is Dr. Naim Khoury. And uh, Dr. Khoury, if you would come say a few words, it would be a real honor for us.
6: Thank you, Josh. Great joy to be with you here today. On our members. I'm so glad to be here today to tell you that God's promises to his people has never changed. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's why I'm standing on the promises of God to this nation to this people, and my prayer today, that God will bring unity again among the nation, because I know politicians seeking for a solution, but I'll tell you today, frankly, from all my heart, the only solution this country can have, it's through almighty God, who stood for this nation, because this nation is an apple in his eyes, and that's why we support this nation. That's why we stand for this nation. That's why I'm all the way covenantal. Thank God that God's promises is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God bless you.
2: Thank you, Dr. Nayan Corey. Uh, for those who don't know, Dr. Corey, he's the pastor of First Baptist Bethlehem. Uh, he has several churches all over the state of Israel. Uh, he's been shot several times. His church has been firebombed because he stands with Israel, and yet he continues to stand strong. And we really appreciate your sacrifice and your son Steve's sacrifice and all the work that you guys do.